Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is Feelings Change. Now, this is video number 273. If you have a question you would like for me to consider featuring on the Love Chat, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy my videos, I would be so very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. If you'd like coaching on your situation, I do offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching. Just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching. Now then, let's talk about how feelings can change. There are times when I speak with so many of you, and one of the core fears that a lot of you bring to the table during a coaching is that you are afraid that you've learned how to win the game. You've learned what parts of the relationship you did that led to its failure, and you understand more clearly what parts of the relationship your partner had did that contributed to its downfall. But now you're afraid that you won't get a second chance because their feelings will never change and they're happy and it's over. So I'm in a weird position here because I get to see firsthand all of the experiences that you guys are having and all the changes that are happening in the situation. But you guys are mired down with all of these emotions and feelings and things just aren't easy when you're in that state of mind. It's so hard to think that there will ever be a positive change in your direction simply because... You've had so many negative changes in your direction, right? Your partner lost interest. They don't want to work things out. They walked away from you. There's race riots. There's coronavirus. You've been quarantined. There's all these negative things happening. And so it's so easy to shake your fist at the sky and say, see, look at my misfortune. Life just doesn't want me to be happy. I get that. I do. But we're in need of a reframing because sometimes what happens in a breakup situation is that you're being called to change part of yourself for the betterment of you rather than for the other person. Most times, breakups don't just randomly happen, right? There's a problem, and either it's with you or with them or with both of you, and that problem needs fixing. Your job is to identify that problem. But by and large, at least 95% of the time I'm doing a coaching, the problem is always the same. Here's how it goes. I was dating this person, I have no life, I don't do anything, they're the only thing I have to look forward to, and then they broke up with me. So obviously that particular part of the equation is in need of repair, and if you fix that part, well guess what, you have a lot of healthier, happier relationships, but it's always met with the same rebuttal. Sure, but Rory, what if I don't get a second chance? And this is the part that's a bit hard to answer, because I'm not a mind reader, I'm not a future teller, none of these coaches are. No psychotherapist, no psychiatrist, the best behavioral analyst in the world cannot tell you what's going to happen next. We don't know. We can make guesses and suggestions and theories based on past behavior, but by and large, we cannot with certainty tell you what's definitely going to happen next because life just doesn't work that way. But what I can tell you is give you realistic examples of times where feelings did change, even in you, and you did look at a situation differently given the benefit of time. So, obviously, the context here is relationships, but it's funny how we apply all of these different mental health theories to everything else, but when it comes to relationships, we're sort of like, no, it doesn't work that way. Think about school. For those of you who are out of high school or out of college or university, and when you were in it, you hated it. Or maybe when you were in it, you loved it. Doesn't matter. When you were in it, you felt some type of way. And when you got out of it, with the benefit of time, 
I'm not saying you looked back at the whole experience as positive or negative, depending on your initial feeling. What I'm saying is you began to notice different things about it you appreciated more. For example, when I was in college, the workload drove me crazy, and I was not having a good time of it, but I've been away from college or any sort of university for years now, and I always look back and regret one thing. I regret that I didn't spend more time with friends. I regret that I didn't make bigger use of the community I had, and that's one of the main things I miss about university. The community. Now it's hard, because if you want friends, guess what? You gotta go out and you gotta go make them. So I feel differently now that I have the experience of time and seeing what the other side of the fence, so to speak, the other greener pastures had to show me. But the only reason I'm able to look at it this way now and say, yeah, you know what, when I was in it, I didn't like it, but now that I don't have it, I'm like, shit. The whole reason I'm bringing this up is just to illustrate the fact that feelings do change. I gave you one example, but I'm sure you can think of a thousand different examples. And I hate to break it to you, but it is no different when it comes to romantic love. Simply because we're emotional and we think it's not going to happen, we forget the whole point where we're biased and negatively thinking right now. So of course we don't think it's going to happen. You're going through a breakup. No duh, you're thinking negatively. And speaking of that, if you need additional help with your breakup in terms of mental health therapy, I have partnered with BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash Rory, R-O-R-Y. And that is to provide you with mental health counseling during COVID, where many counselors are either too booked up or are not seeing patients in person. So in the event you'd like mental health counseling, different than coaching, just visit betterhelp.com slash Rory. But the whole point here is that thinking negatively will bring you more negative thinking. So you'll view positives, or at least potential positives, as negatives. And that's sort of the problem. Because if you view everything as negative, you'll treat it more negatively. And that's just a behavior that will repel people instead of attract them. And your whole point is trying to attract an X. The other half of this, in terms of feelings changing, is that you do have some power over how your ex feels, but not too much. The important part is not to try and do things to change how they feel directly, right? Because that is called manipulation, and we're not down with that. And frankly, it almost always blows up in your face. Or God forbid your ex found out you were trying to manipulate them, and then you're, it's done. It's just done. No, what we can do is the personal work I'm always yammering on about. Look, I'm going to just be plain with you. I'm going to drop the professional act for a second. If you look better, if you feel better, if you have more friends, if you have shit to do on Saturday night, you are happier, you have a wider social group, you appear more attractive, you feel more attractive, thus you are more attractive to every human on earth, including your ex. As I like to tell my coaching clients, look, you can lead a horse to water, you can't make a drink, but you can make the water look real tempting. So I guess the whole point of this video, as tangenty as it's become, is really just to illustrate the fact that feelings do change. I've had many of my own personal partners in my life have their feelings change. I have had exes come back. Ones who swore that they never wanted to be with me again, right? And it just, it illustrates the fact that if your whole goal is getting your ex back, why should they want you back? Because like I said, for 95% of the people I talked to, neediness drove the partner away, right? Having no life, making them the only thing you had going on. So why would you solve that problem with more of that, right? In other words, why would you solve the problem of your ex knowing 
that you have no life and that they were the only thing you had going on by devoting your entire life to winning them back. The whole point is to live an organic, happy, healthy life for you. And I understand you're fearful that your ex will never change their mind, and I understand you care deeply for them and this is a difficult time. All I have to tell you is that feelings do change. You may not hear about it every single time it happens, but they do change. And I think you need only to look within yourself and write down several examples of a time where your feelings changed on something you were totally certain about originally. So, you watch this video for an answer. Ironically, you are the answer. Just some food for thought. That's all I had for today. If you found this video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what you thought of this video and what videos you might like to see in the future. Additionally, if you would like about 100 extra never-before-seen videos, just visit my Patreon. Patreon.com slash TheLoveChat.